Welcome back to Your Dip Podcast, uh, where we talk about everything from pop culture to current events. Uh, we recorded this episode just about two and a half weeks ago on the 20th of March. And, uh, you know, life just got busy and I never posted it, so I'm posting it today. Uh, this, has, this episode is also brought to you by Corned Beef Hash. Has your breakfast been boring for the last 30 plus years? Has your life been mundane for the, the entirety of your existence? Well, guess what? Go to Stop and Shop, dude. Go to Hannaford's. Go to all. Go to an Aldi. Pick up a can of corned beef hash, dude. In the morning, crack that puppy open. Throw it on a skillet. Let it crisp up real nice. Flip it. Throw some eggs on there, dude. Maybe a little cheese. Season it to taste. Throw it on a biscuit or a bagel, or even have some toast on the side, dude. Corned beef hash will make your life complete. So you can find corned beef hash wherever you get uh, your corned beef hash. Now on to the rest of the episode. It's, it's here. It's finally happened. We made it. Zack Snyder's Justice League is here. Today, we're going to be talking about it with uh, no, no stranger to the podcast. No, none other than Austin Jones, Shane Insko from the Nice Boys podcast. Are you guys cool if I said your last names? <laughs> yeah. Are, are, yeah. You, are any Doc, of you in the in the witness protection program? Doxus, dude. I need it. Yeah. Not yet. No, I prefer people to just call me by my last name. Not yet. Really? Yo, Jones. No, I don't like that, Danny. Please don't do that. Jones. I, that sounds like a, like a racist guy. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, Jones. You, you, are you talking about my dad? <laughs> no, i don't know if you're joking or not man you're from I'm tennessee just, <laughs> oh no uh also i know you're not racist you're one of my best friends dude in the whole wide world oh, so shane i don't know we're, we're work we're working up to we're it. getting there we're, we're getting there dude no you guys are <laughs> you guys are definitely some good friends we hung, actually hung out a few uh almost two months ago two and a half months ago we had a great time it was wonderful yeah, it was did. it was truly one of the best days of covid uh, since it started, and uh, and we really had a blast. However, we're here to get down to business. Austin, you texted me a few days ago saying, "Hey," or a few uh, like two weeks ago saying, "Hey, dude, yeah, <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League." And I said, "Austin, I'd rather, I'd rather have you and Shane if that's okay." And Austin's like, "Ah, uh, I guess I'm not really, I'm not really fond of Shane exactly, anymore." I said, "Sugar Shane Insko, what <laughs> that guy." <laughs> Uh, I guess DJ swim team insco. So uh, we watched it. It came out just this past Thursday. And I told my wife as I was at work, I said, Abby, listen, you need to watch man of steel and you need to watch Batman versus Superman, the deluxe edition, uh, which she rented both on Amazon prime, which cost me $7. I'm okay with that. And when we got back, we watched it and I'll tell you what I have my, I have my feelings towards it. Um, are you talking about just? Can we talk about uh, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, 
and and that because I feel like for whatever reason I don't I know I don't have to with you but I I did uh, this past week on our podcast like I feel like I have to go to bat for the Snyderverse constantly yeah yes I I think that's I think we should because he gets he gets dogged on all the time um, I think he was a great scapegoat for why those movies didn't do as well as they could have I have my my theories and my very soft facts. Well, yeah, let's talk about it, dude. Because to tell you what, I am a fan. I love Zack Snyder. Yeah. I I wasn't I wasn't a fan of you know growing up. I watched Three Hundred. Yeah. And that was probably the first Zack Snyder movie that well yeah that was the first Zack Snyder movie that he had made that was really like oh this is his style this is his aesthetic yeah and as an 11, 12 year old boy you're like this is everything that I need to know about it cinema. It rules, yeah. <laughs> but then I watched Watchmen, and yeah. it was like, oh, this isn't really my kind of superhero movie. And come Man of Steel, I was like, this isn't really my kind of Superman movie. But growing up, becoming mature, mm-hmm. becoming more fundamentally and, and, and critically more advanced, Zack Snyder has done wonders for DC. What are yeah. your thoughts? Give me your thoughts, Shane, as a, or Shane and or Austin, as a, as perspectives of the DC universe. Well, my takes aren't going to be as hot as Austin's, so I'm gonna just I'm coming this coming this from like I don't read comic books. I I've, I've seen a few episodes of Justice League, the animated series. Yeah, I How's thought it? it was I thought it was a fun time. I like I like um. I, I like the Marvel movies okay, but I really enjoy the DC movies because I feel like they're a little bit more dark and a little bit more grounded. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I've been really enjoying, I really enjoyed what we watched for four hours the other day. Yeah. I'm not, I think your perspective would be important as well. Um, you know, for someone who may not be as versed in the actual superhero-ness and in the culture of that, um, and just kind of being a someone who watches the movie and and kind of gives off, you know, what your first, uh, where your first thoughts were. As I think, there's a big difference between Marvel and DC. I think they both do their own thing very well. Absolutely. Even and Zack that's Snyder the way it should be. Yeah, exactly. I think I don't think they should be synonymous. I th- I think they should have their places in in uh, their own little corners of the, of the comic book. Film and you industry. don't have to pick a side. And you don't have to pick a side. You can enjoy Correct. both. That's yeah. okay. That's People think that they have to pick a side. Because when I was talking to people about the Snyder Cut at work before we all watched it, I was like, this isn't going to be Captain America or the Avengers. And that's fine. Yeah. And they all fine. have their place. And it's like, you don't have to pick one. All these movies are here for us to all enjoy everything mm-hmm. that they have to offer. I think the biggest thing with the biggest difference, and I think why there's a huge holdup, not necessarily critics, it's because one, it's not a Marvel movie and they don't have anything else to compare it to other than those superhero movies. Yeah. Uh, for fans, I think a lot of the reason why they didn't like the Snyderverse is because with the DC superheroes, more than the ones that Marvel was represented, because, you know, when the MCU first came out, no one cared about Iron Iron Man, comic book wise. No one cared yep. about Captain America. No one cared about Thor. Those, the, no one, Marvel, uh, Spider Man, and X Men were their two biggest properties, Marvel wise. But people love 
Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and they have this preconceived notion of how they should be in their head. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not the way I want it. Yeah. So they get really upset about it. Um, and I think that's what bothers me the most because I like the idea that Zach goes with, and I heard someone make the comparison like this, Marvel makes movies about humans turning into gods, and DC makes movies about gods becoming human. And I like the humanization of Superman, because especially in Man of Steel, especially with the killing of Zod, which, one, I think he should have done, two... Zod says in the movie, because I just watched it a couple days ago, that this fight is going to end with the death of either you or me. So he tells you what's going to happen at the end of this movie. Can't really complain about that. But uh, I like Alexian Superman because he is like, um, you know, they make the comparison of like, I think even uh, Batman says it in Batman versus Superman, like calls him uh, an illegal alien. And there's a comic book named that. And it really mm-hmm. brings the idea of someone not from this planet and like having the power to do the greatest good possible and uh the pressure that's on that person and i i love that perspective i the really fact like that it. he chose to do so is a whole thing we could like talk about for hours the fact that like you have all these powers and you have these powers and you're not trying to go for world domination which is what you could do you just want to help the people yeah you become yeah. the guardian instead of the enemy and then and that's it Sorry, I, no, no, I think, and, and Shane, I think that's really where that was like the uh, the theme of Batman versus Superman, where Batman was like, hey, you know, this guy Superman has all this unchecked power. He's destroyed Metropolis and, and Gotham and someone has to take him down. And uh, that whole like that whole scene of when Batman was really just beating the crap out of Superman and it looks like Batman's about to win. And Superman says Martha, and he says, well, and Batman's like, why did you say that name? That scene gets so much hate, but that's that was like the reality check for Batman saying, Hey, you and I, we're not so different. You're not this Correct. unchecked god. You're this, you're this man who's trying to protect the, the people. We both got moms. We both got moms named Martha. Well, had. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I agree. I was about to say the same thing, and then I was gonna say that, but throughout all of Batman versus Superman, what are we seeing? We're seeing Lex Luthor exploit Superman, frame him for all these different crimes, make him yeah. look like a bad person, which makes Superman who is already questioning if he's doing the right thing, continue to do that. And it gives ammo for Batman to continue to feel the way that he's feeling, you know, mm-hmm. making them, sorry, clash at the end. Yeah. It's all good, dude. It's, and it's all good stuff. It really takes, uh, it, it really takes some rewatches to really understand what's happening. There, my wife, I, she texted me maybe seven or eight times Thursday afternoon saying, I'm so confused. Like, what just happened? Yeah. Batman just got beaten up by a bunch of these butterfly men uh, who and got tricked <laughs> by looking at green a green light bulb. Like, what? Like, what's going on? And I just kind of explained, like, their dreams. And she's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And even watching some of uh, some of the New Justice League, it all, it all, some of it starts to connect. And it all starts making a little bit more sense. And you're like... It, you, you see where the, the the loose ends start to tie together. And yeah. for me, that was, I like to see that. Um, for whatever reason, you know, I think the, the negative things that, that Zack Snyder has faced in the last, uh, I don't know, 10 years since Man of Steel has come out has just been studio pushback because Warner Brothers just wants to be this Marvel copy. Yeah. And 
recently, Zack Snyder said something on on his his uh, Twitter that was just. I, I wish I wrote it down because I don't want to butcher it. But he said what Marvel does is they make these um, emotionally character driven uh, uh, superhero movies on an epic scale, and they do it they do it the best. But he's like, but for me, I want to make these mythological stories on an epic scale, and um, uh, and I think he did that here with the new yeah. Justice League. I think he did that. I kind of want to dive into. Um, oh, does anybody have else? I don't want to interrupt. Does anybody have anything else they wanted to add to what we had just spoken on? Uh, not me. I'm ready to no? dive into Justice League. To. Yeah. Before before we dive into the true content of the, of this new movie, I wanted to give some backstory for those who may or may be confused as to why they released a second uh, Justice League. And man, there is it's it goes it's there's yeah. beef. There's beef. In 2017, it is hot. It's some it's some stinky hot beef. <laughs> some filth. It's the filthiest of filthiest beef. stinkiest <laughs> beef. <laughs> yeah, thank uh, you for so, doing this. It's real. I think it's really important. Um, th- this whole. I love, I love, I'm going to let you talk about it, but yeah, thank you. And I want you guys too to, to dive in because I may, you know, I, I feel like I know everything and I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't want to drown you guys out. Uh, no. I, I know I've, I've been known to be guilty of drowning out my guests and I apologize listeners. Hey man, this is your podcast. Don't be sorry. And I, you know, guys, I just feel so guilty sometimes. <laughs> I feel, uh, but so in 2017, the movie Justice League kind of uh, wrapped. The filming was done. Zack Snyder was was the directorial head. All the films were shot, and all that was needed was the score, which was Junkie XL was was hired to do the score. Fun fact: Junkie XL, if you didn't know this, uh, he was mentored by Hans Zimmer. That rules. And when when Hans Zimmer was working on the Batman versus Superman score, he gave. Junkie XL, the lead on the Wonder Woman theme song, like the that rules. Which is so tight. That played in the movie, I got yeah, hyped up. It was just hard. Uh, so Junkie XL had the reins of the score for the for the original Justice League, and uh, all the filming was done. They needed music, and they needed uh, the CGI. Mm-hmm. All that was completed. Um, unfortunately, uh, Zack Snyder's daughter Autumn had uh, committed suicide. Unfortunately, really sad and. And for obvious reasons, Zack Snyder took a step back from the project and uh, to, to be with family and to, to go to mourn and to, to, to just, you know, just to do uh, everything with his family and just wanted to make sure everything was okay. And uh, Joss Whedon had come in, uh, who had directed the Avengers movies, Avengers 1 and 2, and he had, come, he had stepped in. And rumor has it, he saw what, what footage there was, and he said, we can't use any of this. He says, Junkie XL, you're no longer working on the score. And he brought in, uh, oh, snap. What's his name? Dude, I should have. He he directed, uh, or he did the music for the original Tim Burton Batmans. Oh, his, uh, Danny, his, uh, his Danny name Elfman? Danny Elfman. <clears throat> From yes. Boingo Boingo? Yeah. Danny Elfman. He's only a lad. So... <laughs> Danny Elfman comes in. They do a bunch of reshoots, and I think about seventy-five percent of the film is from what I've heard. Yep, they, they close to seventy-five percent of the movie's reshoots, and it shows in the original. And when the movie came out, it, it had very. I, I would, in my from my perspective, the the critical rate the critical ratings from like the, from 
the layman, like the average Joe, were very 50-50. Yeah. And they were compl- they were comp- all completely on the, on the opposite scale. 50% of the crowd that I was around was like, oh, this movie was awesome and I loved it. And the other part was like, dude, this movie sucked. Yeah. I was on the I was on the, the pact of this movie sucked. I gave it a, originally I gave it a four out of ten. Yeah, I was so excited. I think I just loved I mean, I literally have the DC superheroes tattooed on my body, so I don't know that you can show much more commitment than that. Yeah. <laughs> but like so I was just happy to see that movie and I was happy to have it and I was excited for some of the moments, but it's definitely uh, what like what's the word I'm looking for? It it doesn't it you, it doesn't communicate any point very well at all, and I think it's it's hard to watch. And I truthfully have only saw it once. When I saw it in theaters, and then I have not seen it since. So, yeah, I too have only seen it once. Um, I it was going into it, I was excited because all the trailer shots we saw were from Zack Snyder's movie, right? Yeah. And that's how that's how much they reshot like that's how soon to the release they were doing reshoots and i was excited all the shots looked awesome and then you go to the movie and you're okay uh what happened to cyborg's backstory what happened to uh like the shots of him playing football yeah what happened so many sexist shots of wonder woman now yeah yeah like (laughs) like why is like why is batman super watered down and chubby um, his fighting style, like all the fighting was, was super uncoordinated and, and choreographed really poorly it felt thrown together. Yeah. So and, the and changing of Steppenwolf for whatever reason. Oh my gosh, dude. Unexplainably. Steppenwolf became like this really whiny little boy trying to prove something to his mom. Also the physical changing of the model for the, they changed the model. He was supposed to look like he originally was in Snyder's mm-hmm. cut. And then they changed it to look more human, ruining yeah. the work of the digital effects artists that had already yeah. worked on it for whatever reason. Yeah. The guy who played, uh, Steppenwolf is, uh, 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 Sierra Hines. Yeah. Sierra Hines. I think his name is. Yeah. When he watched the the movie after the that during the preview the premiere excuse me, he he said to his wife he said this was not the movie I worked on. Yeah, ain't that uh, insane? And and even uh, Christopher Nolan turns over to uh, I believe the other producer's name is Emma I want to say Thompson but that's an actress. Uh, it was his wife. His it, wife was it his wife? Deborah. Yeah, Deborah. Oh, Shout Deborah. Snyder. Deborah Snyder. Well, Chris, I, I don't. I, uh, I'm not sure if it was his wife or not, because I know Zach never watched the original Zack Snyder. Uh, yeah, Justice League it movie. was. It was Nolan and Deborah Snyder. They sat down and watched it together, and they both told him not to watch it. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah Chris Nolan just said, "Deb, your husband can never watch this movie." This is which is which movie. has to tell you something. Yeah. Also, I want to point out that the uh, the studio made a big deal out of like when everything went down initially of saying. Yeah, Joss and, and Zach have talked, and, uh, you know, Zach asked Joss to come do this, and that was never the case. WB, yeah, no, never, never. Uh, made that choice, yeah. Which which goes to tell you just, like, a little bit of what's WB doing. They're trying the to back. make a Marvel movie. And yeah. they and, and, and that, that's what they try to do with, with the original Justice League. Mm-hmm. With, with uh, you know, when, when Wonder Woman and Flash kind of fell together, and it's like Flash f- fell like on Wonder Woman's chest, and yeah. he's like, oh, 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 "Whoops!" Apparently, I'm not sure if this is true, but r- a rumor was that uh, Gal Gadot didn't even want to do that shot. There was a body double hmm. 
because she's like, I don't want to like, it was just so, it was just such a weird scene to do. Yeah. And, uh, and they really did Wonder Woman very dirty in this, in the, the original Justice League. Absolutely. And she so, looks like a complete, just like killer in the Snyder cut. She is incredible oh, yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Um, so they, when they the OG, all of the characters, I'm sorry. Yeah. They just like <clears throat> the, what they, they did, they made Aquaman look like a jabroni. Like they literally took all of the heart out of every one of the characters. Yeah. In and the they, they made them, we're going to do jokes in this one. Yeah. yeah. For everyone who, what was probably my biggest frustrating moment was in the trailer. It was kind of promising us that we would really get to know the flash cyborg and Aquaman. Yeah, but they seemed, you know, it was like a, it was like a Batman and Wonder Woman movie, and then you had these three other characters as just like these side little fill-in characters that didn't really do much. We didn't know anything about them. Yeah, the movie was incredibly rushed, and for me, the pacing of the film was one of the greatest enemies to uh, to the movie. It yeah. was so fast. Yeah. Which uh, I read a Vanity Fair article, which if you can look it up, it's a pretty good read where uh, they talk to Zach about all of it. And he kind of reveals a lot of truths. But yeah, he, he battled a lot before they, you know, before they decided to leave the movie because of everything that happened with Autumn. They um, they were already battling WB for wanting WB to change this and change that. And uh, whoever the studio executive at the time was trying, like, we need a two hour movie is like a direct quote from Zach. And he's like. I can't te- give you a two-hour movie where we introduce six new characters and a yeah. new villain, and like you can't make it happen. Like, and it's cr- what's I I don't get that because if they want it to be Marvel, Marvel easily pushes their movies two and a half hours. Oh yeah, yeah. easy, and a lot can happen in thirty minutes. So the fact that they wanted to cushion all this, especially a a, t- a big team movie where we don't know three of the characters yeah. at all. Yeah. Like how how long is the first Avengers? That's just that's the shortest one, right? I believe so. And I think it's like two hours and ten or two hours and twenty. It's I know it's long. I didn't spell Avengers right. Avengers. <laughs> do you guys want to start a group that we just fight crime called the Avengers? I do. It's uh, like two to. hours and or and thirty seven minutes. Oh wow! So it wasn't even. <clears throat> it was long too. Yeah. Man, these WB guys are goofballs. Yeah, man, they just uh, they did it from. There's also a quote in there from an unnamed board exec that said that they watched the movie. Everyone thought it was trash, but they wanted to make money. Basically, is 100 percent what he said. Which is awful. I can't yeah, believe Bugs ridiculous. Bunny would do that to the rest of the executive board. <laughs> He's a power hungry. Bugs man. is is. <laughs> are you are you saying that like Bugs Bunny is the equivalent to Warner Brothers as? Mickey Mouse's to Disney, like oh, absolutely, yeah. He's the Burger King to Mickey Mouse's McDonald's for sure. So when the movie just around came out, Zack Snyder tweeted something, uh, something along the lines of, "Hey, you know, I have the, all the shots on my computer right now, edited together. The movie's pretty much done. I just need to add um, CGI and music." And WB sent them an e- him an email saying, "If you release a second of this movie, we will sue you." Yeah. If you release one second of any sort of footage, we will sue you for everything you have. Uh, and for the last three, four years, he was just releasing these little black and white photos and talking about what was going to happen in his story. And people on Twitter were losing their minds. Like how uh, uh, Dark Side was supposed to be a big element and everyone's like, why would WB cut that out? And like a, a, 
you know, a little bit more backstory to Cyborg and um, uh, diving into the relationship of Flash and his father and uh, Wonder Woman dealing with the idea of, uh, of leaving her, um, uh, leaving the Amazons. And uh, there's so much great detail that was would have been so perfect to add into the first Justice League and they just didn't. So people were losing their minds and that's where this whole hashtag release the Snyder Cut came in where people were, were petitioning whether it was at online or at Comic-Con or at other comic book conventions or gatherings, they would always get across this hashtag, release the Snyder Cut, meaning release the original vision that Zack Snyder had for this movie. Yeah. Because no one was happy with, no one, everyone seemed to be eventually a bit discontent with Justice League, the original 2017. As a, as a casual fan, I knew nothing about Cyborg other than like the Teen Titans cartoon. You know, so I was really excited to finally learn his story. And then I saw the original, the Joss cut, and it was just like, okay, so Cyborg, it was a side character. There was, there was nothing there. Yeah. Why was he even in the Justice League? It didn't really explain it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, my theory as to why eventually Warner Brothers reaches out to Zack Snyder saying, hey, let's, you know, hey, let's release that movie was because of COVID. That and um, Zach talked about it in the Vanity Fair article where he said uh, he thought to him it seemed kind of like a publicity thing. And they obvi- and originally tried to get him to release just that laptop version that he exactly. had. Exactly. And <laughs> I remember because uh, I, I think I caught a wind of that article or, or interview somewhere because didn't he say something like, you like, you know, what I have is unfinished. And trust me, if I release this, people, this, the people will be like, hey, let's throw, let's yeah, it take is it up trash. to the next level. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, my idea with COVID was cause the whole, the whole news of it being released was, I believe last May around June Yeah, when the movie industry just halted and nothing was being released. Studios weren't making any money and they thought, Hey, you know, Zach's got the movie done. Let's just get the movie from him, make a couple hundred million and call it a day. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I didn't know about the whole, I, I didn't even think about a publicity stunt, which makes sense. Cause I never, you never hear anything good from the WB execs. You never hear anything, especially with all the beef from, you know, behind the scenes filming for the justice league with under Joss Whedon's control. Yeah. That's man. It's that's so crazy and dark. And like the blacklisting of, of Ray Fisher at this point, I, they even talked about, I read an, I can't remember where this article came from, but the uh, Gal Gadot had even, uh, went to WB execs to talk about it, and supposedly she had been told it had been handled, but it obviously wasn't. So, yeah, it's it's really sad. It's really sad. It, it seems like it kind it, to me. It reminds me of uh, of old school Hollywood when I hear about how, uh, um, how uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? She played Dorothy on The Wizard of Oz. Judy Garland. Judy Garland. How she was, it reminds me a lot of how kind of she was treated on set with MGM and uh, just very, almost abusive, very toxic work environment. Um, and, you know, to, for it to lead to Ray Fisher kind of being blacklisted and fired from The Flash, uh, it's it's crazy. Well, I mean, it, it leaks down further than that too because there was an, uh, a female uh, African-American writer who was... Uh, fired from the Superman and Lois TV show because she tried to point out that like the only black characters you see in this show are villains. The first two 
black characters you see as a bully in high school and then like a Lex Luthor of the wow. world offshoot. And she tried to bring it up to him about how this is racist and was fired from the show. So like WB is and DC because Walter Hamada, it wasn't just Joss Whedon. It was Jeff Johns and the Jeff other Johns guy. is the worst of the worst. Yeah. Uh, so. I feel like WB went downhill the second that they canceled Gilmore Girls. And it's been just crap ever since. <laughs> hey, I'm with you, dude. <laughs> it took the heart out of the Bring point. us Rory. Give us Rory Lo- and give us Rory and Lorelai. Lorelai and Lorelai Junior. Give us the kid from Supernatural, the one with the long hair with the dreamy eyes. The dreamy eyes one, Dean, I think is his name. And the it's guy with the not, it's Sam. Sam no, it's, and the guy with the paralyzed I lip. Think his name is Dean in Gilmore Girls. Well, the guy from Heroes. Give us the guy from Heroes. Give it to us. W. Is he handsome? Yes, he is. I think. With his, I think he is. He's got a paralyzed lip or something. He played he played uh, Rocky's son in the Rocky Balboa. Rocky Jr. Rocky Jr. <laughs> he did play Rocky Jr. And now he's in This Is Us, where I cry every week on Tuesday night with my this wife. This is you. This is me. This, this is, is exactly me. where I'm His supposed to be. His name was Dean in Gilmore Girls. Shane, we don't need this right now. <laughs> uh, Zach. Batman. Yeah. I lost my, my train of thought. Oh, so... Sorry, I had to ruin it with a dumb bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, Warner Brothers execs haven't been showing themselves in good lights recently. Uh, they reach out to Zack Snyder saying, hey, we want this movie. Give it to us. Zack's like, we should put some work into it or else the fans won't be 100% satisfied. And they go, what do you think? Um, let's get music and CGI. And they're like, what do you think for music? And he said, get me Junkie XL. Get me Junkie XL, no one else. You give, you can have Danny Elfman. He was a great composer for a time, but he's not. he doesn't fit the vision that I want. Give me Junkie. He got Junkie. Junkie killed it. Absolutely. The score, the score was awesome. Yes. But uh, before, and I know before we dive into the content, I want to add this one thing. They asked Zach, Zach, what do you want? Like, what's what do you want for a budget? Zach said, Pay however much it costs self, uh, 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 Junkie XL to make the score. Pay for the CG. Pay for the marketing. Pay me nothing. I want zero dollars except full creative control. Yeah. I don't want anyone telling me how to make this movie. I want a full creative control. Let this be truly the most directorial cut of all time. And that's what we got. Yeah. I love that, dude. Yeah. And that's why we got a four-hour movie, which is nuts because I know... Man of Steel was supposed to be close to three hours, and it, it got cut because of the studio. Batman vs. Superman was supposed to be four hours, and it got cut because of the studio. And Justice League was supposed to be four hours, and then it, it got cut to two hours. And now we got the four-hour Zack Snyder Justice League movie, and that's the that's the whole backstory. Yeah, that's the whole backstory. Can we talk? Let's talk about this movie, dude. Yeah, it rules so good, dude. This movie, I've said this once about two other movies in the past: <clears throat> Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. This movie is a masterpiece. Yeah. This Can I movie, tell you something? Tell I me. have not watched, rewatched Infinity War in game, and I have no inclination to, but I will rewatch Zack Snyder's Justice League. I watched Endgame, oh, about five days ago for the first time. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. I did. I, was... I just, I watched Spider Man Far From Home before I watched Endgame. I watched Spider Man Far From Home the minute it came out. And then just ruined in game for me <laughs> right there. And I was like, I'm not gonna watch it. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, uh this man, this movie is 
was just a ride. It was thrilling. I had chills. It was, it it was it had so much heart behind it. Yeah, and not just the acting, but from the very core of Zack Snyder's filmmaking, from the 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 direct the, the direction he was putting it in, from the lighting to uh, the cinematography, four to, three to the score to the aspect ratio of four three. It was like this man poured himself into this movie, and it shows. Mm-hmm. I cried so many times. Um, what uh, I've been hearing a lot of gripes about the CG and how it looks. That's what I mostly have been seeing on like yeah. the internet. Yeah. And and I think that I like the way the CG looks because it, to me it feels like a movie. Like it feels otherworldly. You're not watching mm-hmm. like things that actually happened. You're watching. You're in the movie and this is like a different universe that wouldn't exist here and also for doing the, all that cg that is in this movie in a year it looks incredible a, a year we're doing it in a year and then most of the guys who who worked on the computer animations were probably at home yeah definitely um it's it is a, a huge step up from what we had received in 2017 definitely huge uh and that's kind of and and yeah, the, there. I think there, especially with Cyborg, some of the computer animation was hit or miss, but it didn't take away from the storytelling for no. me. Um, but again, it was still better than it was like retouched from 2017. I think anytime Cyborg's on screen, like you're glued to him. Like even mm-hmm. with yeah. the CGI, like you care so much about this character. And then when they're doing the cuts to like him, like uh. Uh, spoilers I, I know you already said that but like yeah. him like uh changing the money for the mom you know yeah. what i oh, mean yeah that was the first time i teared up a little oh my god yeah that was that was one of the first times when i teared he did up this well. and that like the money stacked up i was like oh he's gonna save this lady's whole life and yeah. then when she when she how she reacted with her daughter oh man that was th- like that's the kind of stuff i wanted to see mm-hmm. where you know we saw that he was he was a good guy before uh, he became cyborg. His his the character that he was before uh, he had had died, and how that carried on throughout the remainder of him still uh, being a hero, being this half man, half machine, um, because it it makes you love him so much more. Like he wasn't some douchebag who uh, who just kind of got lucky and became a you know had to learn how to be good once he became a superhero. He was always good. Yeah, and that's that's tight, man. I like that. We get this scene of him in high school where uh, we find out that he's hacked into the school's computer system to change a girl's grades because, like, she's having to. The, his friend is a girl that's like having to take care of her family and she can't keep up with stuff. And his mom takes up for him by saying, yeah. "Victor's a good person." Instead of like getting on to him, he he's helped like, what have her you when done? you couldn't. That, yeah. I'm, dude, I'm tearing up freaking now. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's uh, man, it, it it just it just goes to show that um, <clears throat> like Zack Snyder, he really. It, this wasn't just a job for him. It wasn't just a way to make a, a studio happy or to get something out to meet a deadline. He, this was like, I think he said it was 10 years from the very start of him and uh, Chris Terrio kind of going at it on the screenplay to the release. It was 10 years. Wow. And uh, man. And he got to do it the way he wanted. 
I love the development of Aquaman because I think the 2017 version kind of like makes him feel out of place. It makes him this jokey character, but like yeah. I, having seen Aquaman, which that one's that is, it's fine if you it's it's all right. It's a good popcorn movie. Yeah, no. they're not breaking it. It's 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 another. It's a great example of WB trying to be Marvel. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it it is a fun movie. But to see the bridge, like I love how calloused he is in this movie, yeah. where he's like. Yeah closed off to everybody and he's kind of rough around the edges and i i love that flask the whole time (laughs) yeah he's drinking the whole time he's got he's i bet he's got a flask in that metal suit that he wears so um the way i heard it described just so people understand like this is a completely different movie (laughs) right so about five minutes of new footage at the end of the movie oh yeah 40 minutes from justice league and then the rest of the movie is stuff you have never seen before Mm mm-hmm yeah, which which drives me crazy because they had an early release. I believe it was Tuesday, where mm-hmm. critics were able to watch it. And I was looking through the Metacritic and I was looking through the Rotten Tomatoes, which I'm not a huge fan of Rotten Tomatoes. I don't like their no. algorithm. No. Uh, but I was on Metacritic and and one of the someone had given it a ten. I believe it was the Hollywood Reporter, and this person had said it was the, it's the same movie. And I'm I'm thinking the the new one, which I, and I haven't seen it at this point yet. And I said the original Justice League was two hours. And the new one is four hours. How can it be the same movie? And as I'm watching it, I was 15 minutes in and I said, and I texted my buddies and I said, I'm 15 minutes in. And the person who said that this is the same movie hit their head. They hit their head as a child. There's this movie was completely different. Uh, I did. I, I, I watched the scene of the of uh, when Steppenwolf arrives to the Amazon and steals the mother box. Yeah. And from the moment that the mother box starts acting up, where and, and everyone's like, oh, like keep an eye on it. To the moment where Steppenwolf gets beamed up with the mother box, it's five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <clears throat> and in in the new one, I believe it's twenty five minutes. Yeah. And dude, there's there's so much. Again, like another example of having great heart where, uh, oh man, what's her name? The leader, the queen of the, the Amazonians. Uh, it's Hippolyta. Hippolyta. When she closes, when she, the scene of her, you know, when she's running with the mother box out and, they, and she says like, you know, like seal, seal the room. And the women are, 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 are knocking the stones down to seal the room in that yeah. hallway. It's it's so like perfectly timed and the, and Zack Snyder with his, with his token slow-mo uh, is just so beautiful. And as the, that dome, the, as that cathedral is falling into the ocean, she's like, she takes a minute and says like, crap mentally. Yeah, she stopped she, because she, of the sacrifice. She's like, just I made. just sacrificed, you know, a hundred women to yeah. save this mother box. And um, you can especially see it in the faces of the two women that are holding the door up. Yeah. for her to slide under like they're like this is it we're we're making the sacrifice for the greater good this yeah. is our whole lives have come down to this very moment and then and that oh. and and i love that you know zach snyder kind of gave them that time to honor their characters he because they are making this great sacrifice in a good way yes and if re- and i want alive. you guys later on to rewatch it when you get a chance to the original, the, the original uh, 2017 version, because oh, it's so fast. I'm I'm fine. I thought it was, I thought I'm like, they were making cuts. The Whoever uploaded this video made cuts to make it quicker. Yeah. It's so fast. 
and and he and then and Joss Whedon pays no attention to those women who made those sacrifices. I love I love um, also Ben Affleck doing work in this movie. Oh Dude, God, he, he is yeah. such a great he's such a great Bruce Wayne. The yeah. goggle work that he does in this movie <laughs> with all the different pairs of goggles. <laughs> the goggles are doing the heavy lifting in that Batman suit. I'll tell you, no, you're right. Dude, <laughs> he's got to be able this- to see. This movie was sponsored by Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> and Mercedes. And yeah, Under yeah. Armour. <laughs> uh, every time there's a Mercedes in the shot, you just had the Zack Snyder like slow-mo with the with the Start, great cinematography. Junkie XL swells. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh what but, are some scenes for you? Like I cried a lot. Uh, I think this movie is just very emotional and 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 exciting. What were some scenes for you guys that uh, that you just appreciated that you just loved? You go first, Shane. Um, th- first of all, they used every frame they had on that hard drive of shirtless oh, Jason yeah. Momoa. <laughs> yeah, every single frame. They're like, we got to get as much of this tattooed stud in here as we possibly can, and I was happy about every second of it. Dude, um, they, all their guys were in great shape. Yeah. When he, the scene with Cyborg and his mother in the car absolutely wrecked me. Yeah. Like, and then like that, the giving him that motive where, uh, it was, he, he blamed his father for that because his father didn't show up to the football game. And if his father would have showed up, then his, his mom would still be alive. Hmm. And that was like, that was so tough. That was the, that was a time that I actually teared up. I was just like. The the most emotional I got in this movie was with Cyborg, and we got none of that in the original cut. Yeah. I, there's yeah. no like I did not care about Cyborg in 2017 whatsoever, and now I'm like Cyborg is my favorite character in this entire film. Yeah, yeah, I it was. I agree. Um, there, Cyborg. You know, he they cut out a lot of his stuff, mm-hmm. and. They just made him like this. Oh, there's Cyborg here. You guys are happy. Here you go. Take him. Um, and and then even with, like, I love how much we got of of the Flash, like mm-hmm. that the scene of Barry saving Iris. Rules. I don't know why they cut that out, dude. Why yeah. would you? That was awesome. And it was. And what I like too about the Flash is that he was there for comedic relief, but it was so. It wasn't. It was. Forced. It was so mm-hmm. natural, and it just yeah. fit the movie. And um, uh, what's your superpower? I'm rich. Loved that. <laughs> Loved that. Yeah. He was saying what he said. What we were all thinking. But the scene where he saved Iris, man, when he he goes for a job interview, and I like his how he's he's fast, like he's quick. He's like he he thinks so fast, and um, I think that just goes really well with his character. And he sees a girl that he likes, Iris, uh, and he's walking into a job interview with with uh, and Iris is having a tough time starting her car. A truck driver who's not paying attention hits her. She flips over, and you just see him look. The lightning starts. Everything starts in slow mo. Yeah, he turns out. He turns so fast his shoes burst. That was and cool. I, that was so cool. And then he saves. Iris and he put in his pocket. It, it hit a hot dog stand and then her car. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I loved that was probably the scene where I laughed the most because he <laughs> yeah. her hair and then grabs the hot yeah. grabs the and hot his, dog his face and sticks too. it in his pocket. 
his face it was like he's like he just knew he's like score dude i just <laughs> I he's like i just hit the mother later dude <laughs> um and the and the whole detail of hurt of him like touching her lightly as she's flipping through the air in slow-mo and because he's moving really fast he's touching her oh so lightly and and, and moving her really really slowly kind of creates that that power continuity um there's nothing worse than watching a superhero movie and there's a there's a uh continuity error on their on their on the superman the on the superhero's power yeah yeah i liked um i liked it, that scene specifically because in flash comic books even in the tv show barry learns to like phase through things but mm-hmm. i love when he put his finger on the glass and then the glass bowed and then shattered I was yeah, like, yeah oh. that was cool yeah yeah it was it was so Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um, even down to the color grading, I just I love his the colors he he typically uses in most of his movies. My favorite one, my favorite movie, he, I think is the color that he did best was Sucker Punch. Yeah, and I like uh, a lot of people. Um, don't. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't, and I and I get I understand why, but um, I think we saw a lot of that same element here with like a lot of green screen. Yeah. I, I always kind of make the joke with Abby that Zack Snyder is the Christopher Nolan with CGI and green screen. Um, Cause there's, there's shots that are so similar and sometimes like the, the styles of how they do things are so similar. And, uh, but Zack really relies heavily on that CG, but that's just his, it's not as a crutch, but it's more of like a stylistic effect. He yeah. uses it as a, as a, as a mode to tell stories rather than just using CG to use CG. Yeah. Yeah, just to save save a buck. Yeah. Um, For me, but, uh, I loved the history lesson scene. Of course, getting to see the Green Lantern was really special for me, represented yeah. in a correct way, yeah. um, even though he gets murked real quick. Oh, um, the, but it, 30 seconds that boy's on screen. I mean, he's going against Darkseid. Come on. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, you're talking about when, uh, when Wonder Woman is talking about how Darkseid fought against the allied man, Amazonians, Atlanteans and the gods. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was great. I love that. Yeah. Such a cool scene. Um, I loved Martian Manhunter. What little we got to see. I, oh, the dude. scene with Lois, I was like, his eyes are turning red. I was like, who is this? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. did the cut, and I I got emotional there for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and he looks so good. Yeah. He looks so, so good. Uh, can we talk about what was the other thing i was gonna say something else but i just desperately want to talk about uh the nightmare at the end of the movie oh, oh let's save that so let's save much, the nightmare. we got so okay. much movie left dude. we're like <laughs> I'm so sorry. we're like an hour in <laughs> yeah there's uh there, like but the movie's four hours it's in it but it, it didn't seem that long i didn't think everything so. was so Changed i got up. i got angry i saw on instagram uh fandango posted like hey what you think about the the snyder cut and the top comment was there's no reason why this movie needed to be four hours um, there's every reason for it dude i made a tiktok then i was like um hey you know what i don't get why people are complaining at the time because it's not like you haven't known for six months that this movie was going to be four hours <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like make a snack before you press play you know yeah. pee during the breaks like you know you've known how long this movie was going to be there's no reason to complain about it also, I sat down and watched all of WandaVision in, in one sitting. So, like, that's and that pushes four hours. that's four hours right there. That's yeah, four hours. Yeah, yeah so like more. It might be. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, because I guess every episode. Last two episodes and, are like forty to 50 forty minutes, minutes each. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so good, dude. Yeah, it it. But like I, like you said, the pacing is good. Um, their first encounter with Steppenwolf. I remember that battle in the. 
uh, Justice League being like really like just hard to keep up with, but like every beat of that battle and why they're going there and like Victor saving is starting to see like saving his dad, realizing yeah. that's the only thing he has left. And then uh, I, what I loved about Batman in this movie, and I think me and Shane talked about this on the phone a little bit last night, was like him playing key roles. He's never like trying to step one on one with Steppenwolf. He can't. He, he literally knows. can't. Yeah. Uh, Superpower is money's. Uh, unless he's, you know, shooting at him in his one of his sixteen tanks. Uh, <laughs> but like, um, I love hucking gold coins at him. He felt like <laughs> a, he felt like the best leader. He felt, um, yeah, yeah. We didn't get to talk about his performance. Um, we talked about other stuff, but I just I loved every second of Batman in this movie, and I couldn't get enough of it. I want and, more. And the fighting choreography was so much better. Yeah, where I, I remember in the original Justice League. The Justice League, as or per to say, he's Joss Whedon. Yeah. When they originally went to go save the people that that Steppenwolf was kidnapping, Batman was getting murked by these dudes by the by the the I want to say Demi Gordon Gorgon's dead, but that's not it. The uh, Parademons. Yeah. Parademons. And uh, and I was getting I was like so upset because we just watched BVS, where Batman versus Superman, where Bat where the, we possibly saw the best Batman fighting ever. Yeah, like yeah. the Batman in the warehouse yeah, cool. saving Martha. Come on, dude! That you do not find me a better Batman fighting scene live action. Uh, it it kind of tied into the Arkham Knight games, and and that's a and that's great Batman right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in in this Justice League, when we saw him just getting murked by these these parademons without any, I'm like, come on! And he was and he was. I'm like, dude, get with it, dog. Uh, but there was this correction in this new Zack Snyder Justice League where. Batman was just doing the, the Lord's work. Yeah. <laughs> I we like say the, a, the real hero. True. Yeah. Yeah. Go the ahead. real, and it, there, there was a continuation from that Batman we saw uh, from Batman versus Superman, which I loved. But can we say the, the real hero in this movie was the grappling hook. Can, can we say that? Yes. Yeah. It was used in a lot of cool ways. <laughs> and that's what I would say, staying true to the character from the use of the grappling hook. But all, the, it, there's so many character moments with each of these characters where they shined just exponentially the scenes mm-hmm. with the, the scenes with wonder woman the, the, the with, bank uh, scene with wonder woman is oh my gosh incredible. dude it's night and day from what we had received four years ago yeah. um this it was it was like this movie was a love letter from Zack snyder to the characters mm-hmm. yeah because he you you could you knew that he just he got it he had a, the he had the knowledge uh for these heroes and and a love for them and he wanted girl. to make sure Oh. A little girl where she says, can I be like you someday? And she says, you can be anything you want to be. Yeah. Which I'll... isn't true, but it was still real, a really good moment. Well, she was what like, great answer. <laughs> yeah. She should have been like, not really. I'm like a 2,000-year-old ancient god. <laughs> like, you got, you're you going to have to that, put in the work now. That moment was funny, and I couldn't remember if that was in the uh, Joss Cup, but where he was asking Aquaman, do you think – or she or cyborg, do you think she'd go for a younger guy? And and cyborg says she's five thousand years old, very every guy's the younger guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh dude. But I, I uh I cried a lot. The one scene, like the one thing, the I was fine up until there's one shot where it was right at the end. Don't mind the sirens don't mind the sirens behind me if you can hear that. For you. They're coming but, to check out this heat, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, what's going on in, in, in uh I almost said my address. <laughs> I want to dox myself. What's going on at Danny's house? What's going on go. in in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee? But oh, so we have uh, we were watching it, 
And it was the scene where they were all, they were just about to crack open the dome or the dome had been cracked open at this point and they were running in and Batman was in his Batmobile uh, and Wonder Woman was kind of like running real fast, beating up parademons and uh, Cyborg was flying and, and uh, Flash was, it was like, they're all together and it just stopped in slow-mo as they, as it all came into one shot. And I just do tears started coming out of my Sorry, coming out of his hero shot of all yeah. the characters, and yeah. and and Abby was like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> was, there was just these beautiful moments, man, where I just like couldn't help but cry, dude. The Batmobile is so cool in this it, movie this is, too. Yeah, and Does I know there's a lot of a little more like the Tumblr uh, to me than it did in the other version. Maybe I'm fine with it. Yeah, I don't the, care. I know I there are a lot it. of fan. I know there are a lot of fanboys for you know Ben. Uh, uh, Christian Bale's Batman, and I got no, I got no hate for him whatsoever. I'm a big yeah, fan of Nolan. Movies, they're they are fun, but this is this is the best Batman. One hundred. I, I he's love grizzled. He's seasoned. Yeah, and and even the Batmobile, it just looks so good, dude. Yeah, yeah, it looks I so good. It. All the gadgets, uh, the surprising amount of Alfred in this movie was real fun. Yeah, loved him. He's, when he's he was, good, Alfred. When, when Wonder Woman was trying to make tea, yeah, and Alfred was so like correcting out. her, yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna scorch the tea leaves, like <laughs> so good. And then like the next shot is just him pouring it from really high, yeah, yeah. fixing thing. the tea, yeah. yeah. Uh man, what? I liked uh, I liked uh, the scene with Commissioner Gordon. I thought yeah. that was Oh really yeah, fun. I'm glad we got more of him. Yeah. Cuz we I remember on uh on Twitter JK Simmons was like working out getting really jacked for the role and then he was in the original movie for 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Boy, like let me see some biceps." Really good wig work. Really oh. good wig work. I, Super I, good wig work. I told this to Shane last night. I love how he just looked from the moment we see him, he just looks like he's done with all of it. <laughs> he does not want to be here. He throws away the notes that the lady gives him into the trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. He um what I what I really really liked was when uh the the parademon came and snatched up the people from uh uh the the workstation and a person caught an eyewitness of them and drew the photo. Yeah. Did do you guys have you guys watched the animated series Batman the animated series? Yes. Yeah. That very first episode they there was that bat creature it was like man bat or something mm-hmm. and they someone had drawn what they saw. And they, everyone thought it was Batman, and I thought that was such a cool. I'm not sure if they did this on purpose, but like a little nod, like a little reference to that first episode I of the animated imagine, series. I can imagine because I, uh, I've seen Zack Snyder interviews where he said that he took a lot of inspiration for Batman from, from like that, from the animated series, yeah. like the style of the way he looked and like. Yeah, he's a so he's a fan, know. and it shows. Yeah, I like comics. that. I, um, I like it, the way I feel about it. Um, is that he makes movies for people who are fans of the comic book and not the people who are, like I said earlier, anal about thinking the way that this is supposed to be. But like, it, like they're like the specific like so like um in Batman versus Superman at the end where they're fighting uh, uh Doomsday. There's a um scene where like he grapples onto that roof and do, the lightning flashes and then Doomsday throws something at him. But like that is like a direct. That's a comic book cover for Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Like he puts he oh, did wow. the same thing wow. with Watchmen, mm-hmm. uh, but like yep. that scene um, is like specific to the comic books. And I'm I'm sure he did this in here. I don't know those off the top of my head, but I, I love yeah he cares. I love that detail to attention. Yeah, and and I think any form of content really shines when that creator of that content is a fan. 
And I think we see that with Star Wars, not to dive so heavily into that, but no, you're 100% right. Like Filoni and Favreau, those guys are lifelong fans of the franchise. And, and now that they're kind of, they have the the reins right now. I think Star Wars has been the greatest in our lifetime in the last year with, with, uh, with the Mandalorian and, um, and even, even uh, uh, the Clone Wars, like the last season was just unreal. Uh, But, I love this, dude, and I think this needs to be a trend in, across the board for all uh, uh, fan base content. I really but, just want a standalone Batflick movie too. I just yeah. want to—I want to see him as Batman for three hours. There have been talks since the announcement that there was going to be a Snyder cut that there's supposedly going to be a Batman Deathstroke miniseries on HBO Max. Supposedly, oh snap! I've heard a bunch of rumors about it, but there's uh, there's rumors that. Uh, that the um, Battenson is just a younger version of Batfleck, which I would I wouldn't mind because I'm a I like I like the idea of Battenson. I think mm-hmm. he's a great actor. A fun movie, yeah. And the trailer man got me so hyped. Yeah, I uh, screen recorded it. Have it on my phone. Watch it. <laughs> I am vengeance. When he just like beats the crap. Was, doo, 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 doo. Oh yeah, Nirvana song. Yeah, it's yeah, so good. it's so good. Um, but uh, but yeah, I would I'd be so down for. I want more Batfleck. Definitely. And I was really when when he showed when he popped up in in Suicide Squad, I was like, "What is this?" That's the best part of the movie, though. <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah. But it's it's the best part, but it's the worst part of Bat of Ben Affleck's uh, Batman. Yeah. Still got to watch Birds of Prey. Probably going to do that tomorrow. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. HBO Max, man. They're putting out some good stuff. Um, I really loved Superman entering the final battle. Oh my uh, gosh! Oh my dude, gosh, dude, dude. Dude, that's another moment when I cried when he when Steppenwolf threw the axe down, right? Yeah. And yeah. what? Yo, yo, yo! Someone explain to me what happened so I can relive it. Yeah. Uh, well, Cyborg is trying to split apart the three mother boxes, and it looks like yeah, with the Rubik's no one's, cube. Yeah, no one's able to help him. Steppenwolf goes to bring down the axe, and in an instant, Superman pops up and hits him, stares at him, and says, "Unimpressed." And he <laughs> sure does. Him, dude. When when because Steppenwolf has like the flaming axe and. And uh, Superman just kind of like blows the yeah. axe out, and it's frozen, and he just obliterates it, dude. I cried. It's I don't so know why. Uh, Alyssa so was like watching it with me. She was like, "I didn't know Superman was that strong." I said, "Superman is that strong. He's the strongest." <laughs> yeah. That's some people say that Superman's problem is he's too strong. <laughs> Give him the sun, man. He's unstoppable. I yep. loved how dominant he looked. I love how hard he murked. Uh, yeah, Stephen and the black yeah. suit looked great, which was a huge mistake because that's that the whole black suit that finishes that whole story arc of the resurrection of Superman. Yeah. So th- the fact that they took out that black suit and just gave him his typical red and blue suit was so dumb, dude. In well, the original, I talked about it uh, on my podcast. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't be saying that. Um, but uh, we talked about it last week. Where cut that out, Danny? It's now our <laughs> podcast. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. You guys. were just there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is the fast food encyclopedia, so I got to keep him on for some stuff. That's um, true. Yeah, yeah. But shout uh, out to Taco Bell potatoes coming back real quick. Shout out. I um, just had their spicy potato yesterday. The spicy good, potato man. thing. It's so it's good. Solid. Yeah, dude, yeah. It's, it, it, it fit right. 
But uh, Batman vs. Superman is based primarily off of two comics, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns and The Death of Superman, obviously. The Death of Superman is not that much of an important comic. It's a good story, but what's important about The Death of Superman is what happens afterwards, where a world is trying to find out what it's like to function in a world without Superman and seeing all the changes and the people that try to take that mantle or take that place. Um, I love the hero's journey. And I think that a lot of people got upset like about man of steel into Batman versus Superman, but this is him. Yeah. Yeah. He made the, you know, because we get the stuff one man of steel's cast for one. I forgot how good that cast is. watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. So good. Um, but uh, like him making the decision, like, should I be Superman? Him finally deciding to be Superman, the world in Batman versus Superman rejected him like Jonathan, his dad on Earth, said that it mm-hmm. would. And then at the end of Batman versus Superman, him making the ultimate sacrifice to save everyone. And then that waking up things in Batman to him being resurrected as like, like, I love it. I, that's the that is the hero's journey. And I love the story. But man, he just—he's so bad. And 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 when he comes back, he's so bad. It's so good. It's like when he when he hugs Martha and Lois, and he's like, "They brought me back for a reason." Let me go find out what that is. I was like, (laughs) and then "Ball with the Ba" by Kid Rock starts playing, (laughs) and he's getting his suit together, and he goes in that uh that cave full of belly buttons where all the costumes are and the costumes come out of the belly buttons and all the, all the justice league members are sitting on the couch and he keeps walking out and in different suits and they're like no <laughs> and the and, and there's 80 synth pop playing and and he comes out in the blue and white suit and they're like no and then he comes out in the white suit and they're like no and then he comes out in the black suit and they all give him thumbs up yeah. and then he fights steppenwolf that's my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Is the eighties montage shopping scene. Um but th- then the death of Steppenwolf is so stinking. Oh cool. my gosh, oh, dude. Okay, so uh, Flash's scene reversing time? Yeah. Yeah. I was also new. Flash's costume is so cool. I like the bands that hook everything together yeah, to make yeah. it look like he's like being held in. I love yeah, it. His his running for me is a little goofy, isn't it? Don't you think? I wish it was more like because yeah. it's he's more flowy, like he he's running like a cartoon character. Um, like his arms aren't like his arm. I'm trying to I'm trying to verbalize it so the listeners at home aren't like, what's no, yeah, going yeah. on? It looks like but spaghetti he's, noodles a little bit. His arms look like spaghetti noodles a he's little doing bit. Doing yeah. a little spaghetti dance. But man, uh, do we just run through that whole thing so people know what we're talking about? Yeah, um, yeah. That, the, the end, right? Yeah, yeah. When the yeah. So the mother boxes unite, which is the three things that Steppenwolf's trying to get. Uh, they didn't get the, the the plan is to get Cyborg in, and Flash has to run faster than he's ever run before. Yes, to... and the, th- the three mother boxes, uh, they are like the keys to a, to opening opening a portal to bring Darkseid, his god, pretty much his lord, to yeah. Earth, so Earth, so he can destroy Earth because Darkseid has some bloodlust. Um, anyway, continue. Sorry, I was... No, you're good. Um, and then uh, so the Flash is going to run. He gets hit by a bullet and is not able to. And then the mother boxes unite and kills everything. Like the world starts to go. It's bad. like a giant. It's like a giant nuke. Yeah, it obliterates everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, Flash sees it 
and like he like it, it reminded me of the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming scene where Spider-Man's talking himself up, where he's like, "Oh, you could do it, Spider-Man!" When he's when the yeah. ceilings collapse in on him, I cried yeah. at that, dude. I'm I cry. I'm a crier. I do too. Um, right, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So he's like, "I gotta run. I gotta break the rule." So he's made a rule. We get because that's gonna lead into his movie. They're doing Flashpoint. Um, Good. But they make the rule where he's like, "I gotta run faster than I've ever run before." So he reverses time. Enough to go to, faster than the speed of light, way faster than the speed of light. Enough to push um, Cyborg into the mother boxes to separate them. Another amazing scene with Cyborg follows where yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the mother boxes try to imitate his family. Who's oh, his dad died. We didn't tell you about that. That was very yeah. emotional. Um, and then uh, he separates the mother boxes with the help of Superman. Uh, this whole time, Darkseid has been watching through a portal. Darkseid, yeah, that Earth. just opened up, yeah, his whole army. And um, they they kill Steppenwolf, which rules so hard. Uh, they beheaded him. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, when Dark when Dark Side like the head flies into the portal, and Dark Side immediately stomps the head in. He's like, I don't care about you. Pfft, you yeah. failed me, you idiot. It's so t- what what would have been? I think what would have been equally as cool is if we've never even heard Dark Side or anything before. It would take away. It would take away a lot from the, the rest of the movie, but I thought it'd be co- just such a cool little moment scene where the portal opens up and they don't see who's inside until the head flies in and, and then you see a foot land on it and, it's, and it scrolls up and you see it's dark side. And that, that was the first cool. time you... That would be cool, but however, it's it's cool now. I like it, that the dark, uh, dark side gave Steppenwolf a motive for the movie because he was just trying to gain his trust back the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty. I saw this thing. It's like, 50, oh, it's, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, you're twenty thousand dollars in student debt. This man was fifty thousand worlds in debt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe Biden's America. He'll forgive, yeah. your, <laughs> forgive your fifty thousand world debt. Uh, yeah, but then they save it. And man, the movie's so good. Watch it if you haven't seen it, please. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, Rob. At this point, we, why are you listening to this? Why are you listening? <laughs> because it's we butchered the, it. The troop, yeah. We, oh, yeah. The troop. It's hard to explain a, a movie that long and that complex and beautiful into an hour plus. It's hard, you know. But uh, if you haven't seen it, please go see it. Please, dude. It's so good. Yeah. If you have seen it, what what you give it? DM us. Let us know. I I personally gave it a nine out of ten. Yeah. I'll throw it up there. I'll give it. Um, let me think for a second. Shane, do yours. Um, I listen. I love movies. I'll watch any movie. I'll 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 enjoy the worst of the worst and the best of the best. I give this a ten. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was way better than the the Justice League. You got to see the characters breathe. I don't care that it was four hours. I sat there. I knew what I was getting into. I bought a popcorn machine to watch this movie. We did it. Uh, I'll give it also a 10. And to stick in line with my Beckman rating, I'll give it 10 hot dogs in the pocket out of 10. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) 10 burner cell phones out of 10. (laughs) Everyone who's like, everyone, if this is the first time listening, like, what are they talking about? Listen back to our. Go listen uh, to our uh, Beckman episode. The last time I had the nice boys on. Uh, we talked about a movie called Beckman, a Christian John Wick slash Taken slash Equalizer. Uh, go check it out; it's a good, it's a good listen. But Can thank we you for talk listening. About the nightmare, real quick. Oh yeah. my gosh! I yes. completely forgot. Yes, yeah. yes, the nightmare, really quick. Austin laid out for us. 
so uh, basically in Batman versus Superman, you we saw Su- uh, Batman have this nightmare, and that's uh, where he dreams of a world where like uh, Darkseid has taken over the planet and things are really bad. Um, first appearance of the goggles. First appearance of the goggles. First appearance of the Flash in Batman versus Superman. Well, we get that at the end of this movie. Uh, and it's but it's even darker. The only people that have survived, we see like a, a wasteland and a bunch of fleets, and we see the Omega very symbol. desolate. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh, the, yeah. Okay, sorry. I just uh, real quick. Uh, Darkseid did allude once the portal closed that they were going to basically storm the planet. So uh, yeah, the old ways. Yeah, by no portals, but like just flying there. And then um, then uh, so we see that Batman, uh, and he says, "All right." We're clear, and then we see Cyborg, The Flash, Mara, Deathstroke, and the Joker, uh, Jared Leto's Joker. Not the one from Suicide Squad. He's still Jared Leto, but different. It's better. This one's more Jared Leto-y. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's a really good conversation that happens between them. It that's basically the whole scene, which I loved. I was like, yeah. I didn't know I wanted this as much as I wanted it uh, as it was happening. Uh, and I don't want to ruin any of that for you. So go 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 watch that. Uh, the Joker has like 20 badges on. I thought that was a cool touch. Like every cop he ever killed, he just kept their badge. Yeah, yeah. It was dope. Yeah, definitely. They they watered him down in the best way possible from what we got in Suicide Squad. Well, I think it's a completely different take on the character, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I th- I pray and I believe that they're going to give Zack Snyder back the reins. Once they see... Two more movies, right? Yeah. But two, you think about how much you could do with two four-hour-long movies. Yeah, that's a work day. <laughs> that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a nine to five, baby. Minus yeah. the lunch break. Uh, but, man, it's so good. It was it was a great it was one of my favorite movie watching experiences in a very long time, yeah. especially like at home. It was a really good home experience. Yeah, I would have loved to have watched it in IMAX, but I understand why. Maybe we'll one day I will. we're gonna get that. Oh yeah, I hope so. Oh yeah, well, thank you, nice boys. Thank you, Shane and Austin, for having me on. For thank having you, me, <laughs> having you on. Thank you for me having you on. Uh, on to the ear to podcast. Love talking movies with you guys. Love talking DC movies with you guys. And uh, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, Listen thanks. to them. Where where can people find you? Go ahead, Austin. No, you always do it. You do it. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable doing it. All right. You can follow me at Shane is Rad on all forms of social media. You can follow Austin at Austin Jones TN. You don't follow his Twitter. You can follow don't. our podcast at Nice Boys Podcast on all forms of social media. Uh, you can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. Just check us out we have a lot of fun if you don't like cuss words i say cuss words sometimes <laughs> not this episode which i appreciate shane you I did worked it. really hard you did. <laughs> <laughs> there's you did a lot it. of good cuss word moments in this movie that i wanted to reference in <laughs> <laughs> uh uh but uh listen to dog cops they're, yeah, they're, check out dog cops. Send news to dog cops. Don't okay. To, don't <laughs> you guys? You guys keep saying that on your on your podcasts, and uh-huh. I'm afraid that they're actually people are going to start sending them. That's the uh, point. Yeah, photos. that's honestly that's the whole goal. So <laughs> that's the only reason why we started a podcast. <laughs> so the dog Help cops our buds. Can, yeah. <laughs> you guys are you guys are very inappropriate. 
Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but I wouldn't glad have I had it any guys. other way. Wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you guys for listening at home. Watch if you haven't watched it yet. Watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. It is so worth the four hours. Also, um, don't complain about that. It's broken up into six parts. You don't have to watch it all in one sitting. Yeah, watch it like take a, a break. Have a watch, lunch. Watch it like a short short series. Think about it that way. You're watching a short series. And uh, follow me on Instagram at Eardit Podcast. Uh, and and buy some uh, buy some teas. Austin's wrapping a tea right now. He's wrapping a T-shirt. Nice. Rep I just it. bought two. Shane just bought two. And he's gonna rep them the next time we see him. Uh, you could actually check this out. Check this out. You can buy those at edpshop.net. Oh snap! Do I have my own domain? Yes, I do. edpshop.net. Dot com was taken. Don't go to edpshop.com. I don't know what it is. I'm afraid to tell you what. I don't know what it is. So just go to the .net and buy something. It's the summer coming up in the spring, and so get a T-shirt like Austin because only handsome boys have T-shirts like Austin. Oh, Thank yeah. you for listening. So long. See you next week. <laughs>